Hello, welcome to the I Want to Meet Nikola Tesla podcast, episode 17. Today I have a very special guest all the way from Florida, United States. Brett, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on, Nikola. And I look forward to sharing my experience and let's put some good out into the world. Awesome. I'm very grateful that you've come on and um, made some time to talk to me today. Um, so on, the, on this podcast, I've been on a journey where I'm um, exploring uh, with people their carnivore diet journey, how they got started, how it's changed their life, um, because it's something that's had a big impact on my life. And I'm learning a lot by... Um, exploring with other people how it's impacted their life so um would you like to share with me how how you found out about the diet how you started and how it's impacted you well uh i found out about the diet in uh let's see it would be like may of 2018 um a friend of mine had messaged me and said you got to go watch all the videos by this guy named jordan peterson and uh, I instantly became a fan. I appreciate his uh, discussions on personal responsibility and, and being honest. And I believe him to be somebody of great integrity. And uh, it became kind of a, a new thing for me uh, in the afternoons to uh, go hunt for Jordan Peterson videos. And I found this 30 minute cutout of him on Joe Rogan describing how his daughter through her own experimentation, Michaela figured out if she only ate beef, salt, and water, it, uh, it put all of her depression and arthritis symptoms into remission. And Dr. Peterson also shared how he's followed this way of eating and experienced the same kind of results. I didn't even know the man suffered from depression, which made, made me that much more impressed with him that he was able to write those books while he was suffering a mental illness. And uh, because when I was depressed, I could I could barely write my name, let alone anything else. Uh, but that's how I learned about it. And uh, if it had been anybody else besides Dr. Peterson saying this, Nikolai, I probably would have just laughed and said, "Well, that's crazy," and, and just changed changed to a different channel. Uh, but because it was him, I took it seriously and uh, did some investigating. The next video I came across was Dr. Sean Baker on Joe Rogan. And I must have watched the dietary portion of that 50 times because, again, you had this person, I believe, incredible integrity, uh, Air Force combat surgeon. They just don't let anybody do that. You've got to be an extremely well put together human being to even be considered for it. And uh, I couldn't find holes in his logic anywhere. I kept thinking, well, this has got to be too good to be true. Why haven't I heard about this before now? And then uh, the next very next video I discovered in my search was one, a talk from 2017 by Amber O'Hearn, a person of great integrity in her own way and, and very scientific somebody. Um, she has great credibility with me and in, in the carnivore community in general. And she described in a way that this guitar player could understand how we literally came out of the trees as a species by eating meat, how we grew these energy demanding brains and our bones, bone structure got larger and became the way it is. Uh, and how after agriculture, our brains actually started shrinking again. <laughs> and so did our bone density. But uh, I had enough pieces of the puzzle to where I'm like, I'm looking at my wife going, I got to do this. They're not talking about getting a little better. They're talking about complete symptom remission. And I had suffered from chronic severe depression for over 40 years. Took meds compliantly for over 25 years. And all I got was sicker. So uh, July 16th, 2018, I started eating animal source foods only. And uh, I've never looked back. It's now today is day 636 that I've been eating this way. <clears throat> Zero cheat days. 10 days into the experience, I woke up and I didn't have joint pain for the first time as an adult. 
And I was, I was taking two mile walks early in the morning then. And I'm like skipping down the sidewalk, giggling like a little boy because it felt so good and it didn't hurt. And again, 636 days, I've, I'm still joint pain free completely. Wow. Uh, at, at age 59, you know, and I'd never been diagnosed as arthritic or anything. It's just, I had aches and pains, you know, fall down and go boom a few times. I was 57 at the time. And, uh, but I just woke up and it was gone completely. Uh, then on the 24th day, a day I'll never forget a morning. I'll never forget. I, I'm taking the two mile walk and, and I'm feeling really good. And, and, Suddenly, it's just like this switch has been flipped. And all the rage and anger and sickness and darkness, the depression, the anxiety, the horrible insomnia, the depression symptoms just all went away. That thing that had been holding me back all my life just it just vanished and it was replaced with this waterfall of joy and happiness that has not left me since. And that's why I, it's another reason why I, I share my experience because this is, I'm nobody special. I'm just a guy who learned about this way of eating and I follow the directions. And, you know, I was a compliant patient. I took my meds as prescribed. I did those stupid workbooks. I went to therapy. I showed up for my appointments. And I just got worse. I got sicker and sicker and crazier and crazier. And now because of eating meat and drinking water, I'm 100% symptom free. It took another five months for the anxiety to go away. And my sleep has been insanely improved. I, I, I get at least six hours of sleep at night now. That's a bad night now for me is just six. Uh, where I went for decades being happy to get two or three. And every aspect of my life, Nicole, has been ins immensely, insanely improved by living this way. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share my experience with you and your audience. Thank you so much. It's a, it's an incredible story. Um, very powerful message. And when you talk about the being a patient that would do everything right, I, I can relate to that. My, my story comes more from a experience of having IBS symptoms. And, um, yeah, I used to, um, I, I showed up to every appointment, did every blood test, did everything. Um, and after a while, it just felt like this, this isn't right. Like, uh, continuously being on medications and stuff. Um, what, what's the, this, this is supposed to be called healthy. Um, and I, I also, I also, yeah, like you, I came across these, uh, videos. Um, it was like, uh, I, I remember Jordan Peterson. Um, and then just, there's a lot of incredible, um, information out there on the internet all these names that you've talked about they also come up in my research journey at some point and then um yeah i started i started the um the carnivore diet uh, over a year ago now and um i i, I don't have like a specific point uh, i can remember that like i uh, that you described but something that to me is like a feeling that's greater than any, um, it's like money can't buy is just the liberation <laughs> I feel, uh, of being independent, independent. I call it cause now I feel like I'm in control of my own health. I call it like I've taken my health sovereignty and that for me is uh, a, a incredible feeling. And yeah, uh, I'm grateful that, you know, people like yourself and I've been connecting with other people um, who are willing to share their story. And I'm finding I have a lot in common with uh, many strangers on the Internet <laughs> all over the world. And uh, it's amazing, isn't it? 
it, it, it really is. But if you stop and look at it, we were all just basically taught to eat wrong. We were taught to eat things that were toxic, that were destructive to our bodies over time. And we were programmed into this ridiculous feedback loop of sorts to where, you know, follow these directions because they're healthy for you. And then you go, you're, you become metabolically unstable, insulin resistant, you know, you, you, mental illness, uh, joint pain, all fatty liver, obesity, the whole nine yards starts to develop depending on the specifics of the individual. And then, then you're put into this disease management paradigm where symptoms are managed, not eliminated, which is crazy. We spend trillions of dollars all over the world, trillions and trillions of dollars on healthcare instead of making people healthy. And, and that's another reason why I'm involved with this to the degree I am, because you know, we've been fed a line of malarkey. We've been taught to eat things that are actually harmful. You know, whether it's the toxins in the plants, you know, the oxalates, phytates, and lectins, the, these anti-nutrients that bind to prevent us from absorbing calcium that we need to, to live. Uh, these things that accumulate in our joints and in our organs over time, like oxalate especially. You know, I was... I grew up, my dad, God rest his soul, you know, he had a huge vegetable garden. We thought we were living like kings. We had fresh vegetables and plenty of meat. It was balanced. And out of the four of us, well, my father passed away a week ago today from end-stage renal disease after 20-plus years of type 2 diabetes. Was never told a single time that it was reversible. My little baby six foot tall sister suffers from IBS and ulcerative colitis. I suffered from 40 plus years of mental illness. And my mom's had more, she's, she's had more surgeries and things than you could shake a stick at. And this is from eating healthy, from following the directions. People need to know that's nonsense. You don't have to suffer. You, if you eliminate the toxins from your diet and only consume human absorbable nutrition, your body is going to absolutely blow your mind with the health, healthiness and the way it's going to heal you. And people just need to know there's a viable alternative. It sounds crazy. It goes completely against everything we were taught. Just eat meat and drink water. And it works. It's that simple. Um, exactly. It, it will just works. And if people just follow the directions, you know, here's how I was taught. I was taught how to do this by 10 year plus veterans at the zeroing in on health group on Facebook, Charles Washington, uh, Kelly Hogan. You know, these are 10, 12 year veterans of this way of eating. Only eat when you're hungry, not six, seven, eight times a day. Only eat when you're hungry. When you're hungry, only eat meat until you're not another bite full. Only eat the meat you crave and can afford and never, ever put a sweet taste into your mouth. That's all I do every day. And when people follow those directions, they heal. They'll heal first and lose weight second. It's beautiful. It's incredible. Um, the simplicity. Um, it's really amazing. Uh, so, so simplicity has elegance to it. And, um, yeah, you were sort of talking about how many people, uh, are sick and we all have someone related to us, friends or family that's dealing with some condition that, you know, you were saying it's managed by this, uh, we manage, we manage these diseases, but we never treat the root cause. Never, never get to the bottom of that. It's more so just managing these symptoms. Um, and it's like, uh, I, I call it like for me and my experience and like what I've been talking with people, it's like, it's like we, is this, is this good health? Is this what we, 
is this the idea of good health that we think this is healthy just like the same broken idea of what we have as like a good a good diet um and it's all connected um and um it's uh it's all of these myths that have just been per perpetuated isn't it for uh oh passed down from one generation to another isn't it this idea of eat your greens eat your vegetables we have the food pyramid here in australia which tells you the things that you're supposed to eat um with at the bottom it's got mostly vegetables and um carb carbohydrates um and those those are the things that um like you were saying are causing us problems and from from an evolutionary perspective our bodies did not evolve to uh, process process this food, um, and it's I I you know like you're saying it's like poison for us in, in a lot of ways, and it's uh it's interesting you know some of us like me I from an earlier age I was more sensitive to this stuff I struggled for a while, but I believe that. It, it all catches up to us at some stage in our life, one way or another, manifesting itself in some other health problem or another. Um, and the main point is, is like you were saying, it's all avoidable. Uh, there's another option and it's, it's really simple. Um, and I think, I think the message is going to spread. Um, I'm positive because uh, people don't want to be in pain. And when they find out that they don't have to be in pain, um, I think it will get out there. I think uh, we, we're at the beginning of uh, a health revolution, I think, um, because health more than ever today is, more, is very important. Um, and there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of people are worried about their health. Um, and like you were saying, the, there's, a, there's a simple solution. Um, and you know, with that, anything I've been talking with people who have been part, I've never been a part of like a diet, like community or trend or anything. Um, uh, they always, they sort of get big and there's hype and there's, uh, you know, maybe they can lose their way. Um, and I've sort of been asking people, we have a very good community. You, you've described some of these people with, amazing integrity, just great role models to have and great leaders to have in this community. Um, how do you think that as we grow as a, as a carnivore community, how can we uh, preserve our, our values, uh, which I, at the moment, I see it as just be as, as mainly being uh, better health. I think, I think we're, we're, I think we're very blessed to be, in, involved in the community at this stage of things because it was one thing a few years ago when it was just n equals one but now we've got n equals thousands of people who've taken control of their health uh, you can go to meetrx.com where dr baker's got the website now with it used to have all the uh, meat heal stories well now there's hundreds and hundreds more success stories there of real human beings, real flesh and blood folks who, who have healed themselves of all sorts of maladies, everything, you know, from multiple sclerosis to arthritis to lower back trouble, PCOS, just autoimmune issues out the wazoo that doctors, you know, I, I have a personal acquaintance of mine, so a lady I grew up with, she was told, uh, a couple few years ago to plan on spending the rest of your life in a wheelchair. She was diagnosed with primary progressive multiple sclerosis and she was told this will never go into remission. Well, I'm just two months into my carnivore journey and I'm just talking about a little bit on Facebook. I'm not doing the big social media stuff then. And she caught wind and asked me, what are you doing? This is what I'm dealing with. What do you think this would work? And I hooked her up with the Zeroing In On Health Group. And two months later, she fired her neurologist because all of her symptoms were in remission. 
this woman who was told your multiple sclerosis symptoms will never go into remission had all of her symptoms go into remission just by eating meat and drinking water. And I realized then, well, I can't keep this a secret. I have to shout this from the rooftops. And it's quietly become my, my, my new vocation. And I think I'm just one mouth of many thousands, but my health is impossible to ignore. Your health is impossible to ignore. And I think that's how we're moving the needle forward away from this disease management paradigm, and as Dr. Baker likes to call it, into a health creation paradigm, where we as individuals can learn how to create and maintain, not manage, but create and maintain our health. And do it simply just through diet. And I... (laughs) There are so many more people. I see it. I've been in this now for almost 22 months. And I'm seeing hundreds of new folks every day on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They're coming along. They're asking all the newbie questions. And they're committed. They've seen too many other people heal themselves. And this momentum is just building. And we're unignorable. We're already upsetting people because we're starting to impact the revenue streams of those people who are dependent upon this old paradigm staying in place. And we're gonna be called all sorts of hateful names, but you can't unsee our healthiness. You just can't. And I think that's our greatest weapon in this war that we find ourselves in. And I believe over time, Five years from now, the carnivore wave eating won't be considered some crazy, weird fad from this little niche community over here. It's going to be considered a viable alternative for all humans to consider. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, perfectly. Thank you. And I agree with you. You can't shut us up. We will be heard. Um, And as... um, I, I agree with you 100% about the momentum I, 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 and about your vision of the future. And it, it really excites me. And the whole idea of the health creation, I really like that one. For me, I call it reclaiming my health sovereignty, which is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it's all about us looking around and telling each other, we, we deserve to be healthy. We deserve to be free of pain. And I think you, that that is reasonable. And I think uh, we sometimes, you know, I've been talking with people and uh, it, it, when we, when we've, when you, you describe this war that we're fighting, it, it can feel like we're up against big, powerful enemies. But like, I agree with you hundred percent. The momentum we have, the message is simple. It's very clear and people need to hear it. Um, I, 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 I'm also, I see the same future as you of the momentum growing in five years. I'm very excited where, where we may be. And thinking about, thinking about that um, is something that excites me and, and like the possibilities of where it might go in like a different way of how we might be like organized as a society um, uh, where like regenerative agriculture is, is a lot more valued. Um, that, that's something that I find interesting. I have no idea how it's, how it's, how it's all going to pan out. And it's kind of like, it's, I, I feel like it's kind of like, uh, there's no point speculating too much of the future. We, we do have a lot, uh, we do have a lot on our plate, so to speak right now to deal with of just getting the message out um, very simply. I see, uh, for example, here in Australia, where I'm located in Perth, we around we have a lot of uh, cattle around. Uh, it's very, we're very lucky in this part of the world. Um, yet, yeah, I still, you still go to the grocery store, um, uh, something that's changed my life in my life is like, I remember before I found this diet, uh, going to the grocery store used to be something that was, um, very, uh, 
I'd walk in there. I'd almost be lost. It was kind of like Alice in Wonderland, wasn't it? I'd be wandering around, um, <laughs> like, what am I going to get for for dinner? Um, and then I'd see the colourful sections, and I'd fall into that hole, um, getting some of that crap. Um, and now I just go into one section, grab my meat, and I'm out. Um, and yeah, it's totally it's totally changed my perspective. When I look at all those other aisles, I've said this multiple times. I'm like, what what is this stuff? Is this food? What what's going on here? And it, it's kind of like uh, the way our whole our life is designed around food in all these ways. I even relate it to like how it's even how, how this conditioning and, and I'm even calling I'm even relating it to the schooling system a lot of the time uh, the sugar is like a reward system isn't it where you know you're you're rewarded with a sugary treat for your uh <laughs> yeah and, and, and it's madness and I, I I just think we're 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 getting to the point now where we can see that and um where we have to grow past that because um it's uh yeah it's we, we we need to otherwise because the alternative is is not nice oh it's horror it, it the alternative is is the destruction of the human species basically yes and, and the sugar addiction angle i think cannot be stressed enough because we're basically you know infants now their formula is loaded with sugar. So they're getting hooked right off the bat. Like before they're even six months old, they're, they're, they're becoming addicts. And, and, you know, I, after I got better, I, one of the first jobs I took after I got lost my depression symptoms was I was working, giving out samples in a big box grocery store. And so I got to observe these families. There'd be, you know, two or three kids helping push the buggy, two or three kids inside the buggy, surrounded by apple juice and cereal breakfast cereals and just all this assorted types of sugar oh there'd be some apples in there but nature's sugar and 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 then there would be the tired exhausted mother with with the sunken in eyes she'd be obese she's, she's not walking right because she's suffering from joint pain really bad and it was just a horror show day after day after day and I just wanted to run and hug them and say, you don't need to do this. But, you know, you can't just do that in a the store. They'll kick you out. Yeah. My, point, my point is, is, is if we don't make a change, you know, Weston Price did some studies and, and, and showed how over generations, you know, that genetically, if you eat this crappy kind of diet over multiple generations, there's the DNA obviously degrades and, and you see more physical deformities, more skeletal deformities, uh, smaller brain size. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, our brains right now are 300 cc smaller than they were, what, 50, 60,000 years ago, all because of agricultural. When we just ate meat and, and followed the animals, we, didn't, we, had, we were stronger, we were bigger, we were smarter. We had the capacity to be smarter. And so it's critical that at this juncture, people like you, people like me, folks who are not just believers, because we, it's, it's not a belief system. It's what works. I mean, my wife suffered from osteoarthritis in her shoulders. She's a month behind me in carnivore. And she suffers from arthritis in her hands from her job. Well, her, her shoulders are healed. She's 50, 61 years old and looks like she's, you know, 45. I mean, who, who knew that this was possible? But it is. And that's why I get out and make it a point to share my experience every chance I get. I'm ha I've listened to your podcast. I think it's great what you're doing. Matter of fact, you recently interviewed a lady I work with, Amber Whitworth. Yeah, we, we she's incredible. She's amazing. And, and, you know, she completely transformed her life. She was somebody else who tried following the directions and, and her life was a horror show, but through keto, through a ketogenic diet. And then now with carnivore, which is also a ketogenic diet, it's like the ultimate ketogenic diet, in my opinion, all of her symptoms are resolved. 
no more meds. I'm completely medicine free. I do use cannabis for behavioral reasons, but no big pharma meds go, have been in my mouth since 2017. I haven't even been to see a medical doctor since I lost my sense because I don't need to go. I feel incredible. I mean, I feel amazing at 59. You know, in July, in January of 2015, I weighed 289 pounds and was taking like six different meds for depression, anxiety, and insomnia. And now I weigh 177. I don't know what that translates to in kilograms, but <laughs> but, but I, I lost 116 pounds over three years, low carbon and 22 pounds with carnivore. I feel amazing. I, I, I'm hormonally balanced. My wife can validate this. I, on the inside, I feel like a 20-year-old. I have a libido of a 20-year-old. So does my wife. You think it hasn't improved our marriage? Oh, my gosh. We're not, you know, I have people talk, oh, we're on the same page now. We communicate really well. We're like in the same sentence most of the time. Our lives have just become immensely more wonderful. And our quality of life is just fantastic. And we're still just as poor as we always were. You still have the same issues in life. You know, the car breaks down. How am I going to pay to get it repaired? But it's not that overwhelming dissatisfaction and fear that when we were sugar addicts, you know, that, oh, my God, what are we going to do? How are we going to pay for this? Oh, my goodness, what will we do? This is horrible. Instead, we're responsive. We think things through in a thoughtful manner. And our communication skills are off the chart, and we don't waste time arguing about silliness anymore. It's yeah. just... I can't say enough good things about it. And I, I think it holds so much hope for the future of Western society, especially because I, my experience, I've been to a couple meetups and when you sit at a table with 10 or 12 strangers who are not inflamed. It's a very interesting experience because everybody's in a good mood everybody's genuinely interested in what you have to say and nobody's getting offended. Nobody's getting triggered. Nobody's getting upset over the least little thing. And I think that absence of inflammation is like, this sounds so simplistic on many, on many levels, but I believe it's true. I think it's the solution to world peace. Get people who aren't inflamed. Look in your own life. How has your life been improved since you're no longer inflamed? It's, it's beyond, it's almost beyond explaining, isn't it? It's priceless. I can't put a price on it. Um, because yeah, I, the money can't buy it. Money can't buy the feeling. Um, it, it, it's incredible. And I, I, I can relate to you. And there's something, there's something interesting about uh, this idea that you're talking about how this is like a foundation for us to solve a lot of these existential crises that we are facing in Western society. And that's something that uh, um, Jordan Peterson has touched on as well. And it's, it's, it's like, these are like tools that we can use to rebuild basically because of like you were saying that we need if we're going to rebuild and solve a lot of these big problems that we face we need to have mental clarity we need to we need to be able to be connected as a community uh we that that's things that we need to have um and it's i, I i'm also interested when you, when you speak of cannabis that's something i'm really interested and I think there's something there, isn't it? That like, there's some property there that I'm seeing with, with, with cannabis, with carnivore, that it's like an antidote in, in a lot of, uh, in a lot of respects. And, and, and it's, and they're both like something that people, it, 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 they're both very easy and they can help people. Uh, I, I'm calling it gain sovereignty. Um, 
because uh, I think it's I, I keep I keep referring back to this word of sovereignty of uh, mm-hmm. when when we're sovereign individuals when we can stand on our own two feet when we have our own confidence that we we can um and, and our own mental clarity and we we have a connection with uh, another one uh, other people and we we have that clear channel of communication well all of a sudden these uh these problems that we're facing they start to feel more manageable don't they and uh the 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 sky is the limit with cannabis it was interesting i I put this in context you know i mentioned that the in 2015 in january i weighed 289 i was all these all these meds and uh my psychiatrist the last psychiatrist i'll ever have not named paul saladino or georgia e told me in all seriousness I should seriously consider electroshock therapy and or a long-term hospitalization. Wow. Because, because I was just in a really bad way. I, 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 they changed my diagnosis. I was, I was now major depression with psychotic features. I became unable to process my environment accurately. My wife would say, it's a beautiful day today but my illness would twist that and never in my favor it would all nudge it and to where what i would hear would be oh it's uh it's going to be a beautiful day yeah right and so i would hear that and i love my wife honey what's wrong and she would look at me what do you mean what's wrong i just told you i think it's going to be a beautiful day and i would still hear it wrong i would hear it like there was a problem and so, I mean, it was just it became harder and harder for me to communicate, even with my wife, who I adored and I know loved me. And the frustration was insane. I was never wanted to end my life, but again, my thoughts were always working against me. And, you know, well, if you were going to do it, how would you do it? Well, I don't want to think about that. No, no, you're not going to do it. But if you were going to do it, how would you go about it? Have you, you know, what would you do? And and I also knew that if I ever verbalized any of this out loud, my right and ability to make decisions for myself would be taken away. So that's how horrible things were in January of 2015. But I'm still writing and recording music for this blues album that I'm working on. I've got this amazing lady that I found through a Craigslist ad singing for me. Her name's Kimmy Wade. And she's watching my deterioration. And she one day says, have you ever thought about medical cannabis? And I, you know, as a musician, cannabis was always around me, but I had a bad experience with it when I was young. And I swore off of it. So I'm the guy at rehearsals and at the gigs, passing left, passing right. Beer was legal. It just wasn't my thing. But she said that, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll look into it. And I found some anecdotal evidence that some people were getting some symptom relief. And my wife and I talked about it. And we were like, well, at this point, what do we have to lose? What else is there? Why not try it? So we secured four grams of flour. And uh, my wife got a can of butter recipe off the internet and she made these little quarter size cookies, little keto cookies. <laughs> they had no sugar, but they had a raisin in them. And I was scared of these things so much because of the bad experience I had when I was young. I broke the first one in half and ate it. And like 10 or 15 minutes after that, I felt like a thousand suns had lifted off of me. I wasn't high. I just didn't feel like crap anymore for the first time in years. And then about 45 minutes later, the high kicked in and I learned Nicola that cannabis did something that all those meds that I took compliantly could never do. Cannabis successfully treated my symptoms. It didn't eliminate them. I was still sick. I had to have cannabis to treat them. But my wife came home from work that day and, and she didn't know how to react because I had a smile on my face. I'm like, this is pretty good. And it became a daily part of my regimen. Then 10 days into that, <laughs> I'm sitting there putting my shoes on, Nicola, and I realized my belly's in the way. 
my belly's in the way. Well, that's not good. And I go and I look in the mirror and, and I see myself accurately for the first time in years. And it's a horror show. I mean, my head, my head, his face is all fat and swelled up. I look like I've, I've swallowed, I've stuck a watermelon in each side of my mouth. And, and I look like a heart attack or a stroke just waiting to happen. And I immediately started, because I had some experience with the Atkins diet from years earlier. And I told my wife that night, I said, I got to go on Atkins now. And I started low carb in February of 2015. And I started walking the dog. <laughs> and I walked off 94 pounds in three years. And at the end of that three years, I was completely off my medicine, except for cannabis. And I use cannabis today, not for symptom management, what my wife and I discovered is uh, without cannabis, I'm the happiest, nicest, most hypercritical, obnoxious jerk you could never want to be around. <laughs> but with cannabis, all that goes away, and I'm the guy you're talking to. And you probably wouldn't know it, but I'm very medicated on cannabis right now. Most people are stunned. They don't have any idea that I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm using it or anything. And it's, without the meat, I'm not sane. Without cannabis, I'm not fit for human company. I would love to be studied. It boggles my mind that there's not a line of people at my door to take my blood to find out why this works. You know, why does cannabis take the obnoxious jerk away and lets me be the person I want to be? Why does meat, why is meat not just my food, but it's my medicine? Because I've learned, like if I fast for a blood test, or if I've been late eating when I'm hungry, like I had a job selling, uh, selling cell phones inside a big box department store. People came to me, but I couldn't always eat when I was hungry. And after two weeks of that, the... Uh, the symptoms, the uh, with psychotic features part of my diagnosis started creeping back in. And one day my wife and I were having an argument. She just looks at me and she said, you're not making any sense again. You sound just like you did before. And the only thing that was different was I couldn't eat when I was hungry. So we figured out meat is also my medicine. And if I'm late with my medicine, bad things happen. Now, why is that? Is it because my ketone levels drop too low? Who knows? We, there's so much of this we don't know. But studies are starting to be done. Uh, Dr. Baker got us, uh, helped, is contributing to a study done by a Harvard research outfit now, the very first carnivore study. In time, we will find out why this works. But yeah, cannabis and, and the carnivore way of eating work very well for me. Now, I don't always recommend cannabis for others because that's something that's specific to the individual also. You know, some people can handle it, do well with cannabis. Other people don't do so well. And it's up to the individual to figure that out for themselves. But I'm 100% always going to advocate the carnivore diet as the best elimination diet on planet Earth and probably good for 80 to 90% of the population. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. I agree, I agree with you a hundred percent that carnivore is something that absolutely anyone can try. Um, it, almost like universally it doesn't even almost matter what you're dealing with. It's almost like, uh, it, it's not going to hurt in a lot of cases for you to try the carnivore diet and see, see how you feel. And you know, the, the crazy thing is in a lot of cases it's like, see how see how you feel and see if you even need to keep uh um <laughs> taking that medication or seeing that doctor uh, which is amazing and the 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 what what you mentioned about like the 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 cannabis story like that 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 i feel like there's also a lot like i feel like that's something that i agree with you that maybe it's not for everyone um that that maybe it doesn't respond to everyone, but for some of the people that, that do find that it helps, 
boy, it, it really helps and it's way better than the alternatives and the side effects of the um, alternatives. And it's, I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of similarity there with, uh, with the carnivore diet as well as it being something that's simple um, and something that uh, I, I keep coming back to about uh, the, the health sovereignty. It allows us to reclaim ourselves. Um, and that's what that's that's what I think is uh, the most important uh, the most important thing. Oh, I I agree too. And, and removing the inflammation out of our bodies is so important. You know, we're talking about brain fog and needing that clarity of thought and how to manage these complicated issues that we're trying to work our ways through as a society. Well, if your brain's inflamed, it's never going to operate at optimum levels your thoughts are never going to be as clear and precise as they would be if as if the inflammation was gone so already when you introduce inflammation into the human brain you're dealing with a compromised system so and, and stop and look at all the billions of people who are suffering this kind of inflammation because they've been taught to eat poorly or they're in poverty and they have agricultural products is the only thing they can that is available to them to survive on so you know there's this generation after generation after generation of inflammation begetting more inflammation and i think it's no accident or no surprise that we're at this junction in our history and the carnivore way of eating has peaked up and is drawing attention because it's a viable solution it's not pie in the sky you're not seeing videos from 10-year carnivores going oh man i had to give it up my health just started crapping out and i the doctor said if i didn't start eating some vegetables i was i just wasn't going to make it anymore you're not seeing that. You're not seeing us get sick. You're not seeing us get injured and unable to heal ourselves or recover. No, what you see is we're thriving. We're all thriving. Now we all met that all manifests itself in very individual ways, but I've not seen anybody who's been eating this way five plus years that doesn't look magnificent. They're so healthy looking, their skin, they have that carnivore glow. You can't get that out of a box. You can't get that out of an academic exercise. You get it from eating meat and drinking water as we were designed. It, I, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And the people we have in our community are incredible. Um, I, I'm so grateful to have been able to connect with people like yourself. Um, and yeah, like the energy is amazing. Um, people 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 have incredible energy and it's one of the things for me that i found when i started on the carnival diet i have all this extra energy <laughs> i want to go to the gym i want to lift weights i want to do things uh it's it's not something that i felt like i have to do um it, it was something that i feel like i i want to do and it's uh it's this this is this is and this is almost like the crazy thing it's like saying that this is normal. This is how we should be. <laughs> and the fact that some people like can get so triggered about that or whatever, it's like, fine, whatever. That's, that's your problem. But uh, here we are, we're saying like, yeah, this, 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 this is our normal way of life. And this is how we want to be. And if someone's looking and someone's listening, uh, I, I think it's normal that you, you should live, uh, without pain, uh, that you should enjoy your life. Um, if, 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 if that's radical, then I'm radical. Um, and yeah, thank, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I think we've really hit the nail on the head. Um, is there anything else you would like to share? Um, anything else at all? Um, please I, I, share. I, I will share this with you a couple of things. I want to emphasize, I'm nobody special. I don't have some vast reservoir of willpower. I'm not an especially disciplined human being. 
I was a musician for 30 some years playing gigs. You know, I, I was, I was as disciplined as I had to be to keep working and not, not one iota more. I just didn't want to be crazy anymore. And I feel so good. There's no flavor on planet earth worth risking my sanity for. And so I'm not tempted. I'm not, I don't feel any cravings or any pull or when somebody says, Oh, don't you want to eat all other, don't you want to eat your old favorites? Don't you miss them? No, <laughs> they made me nuts. Why would I want that? So you don't have to be some especially well-designed somebody. You just got to want to, you just got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Put your ego in the trunk with your scales and just let your body do its thing. Trust your body, give it nothing but nutrition and you're going to be so happy. And thanks yeah. so much, Nicola, for this chance to talk with you. I've enjoyed this discussion immensely. Thank you. It, it, it was a pleasure. Um, and did you want to just, before we wrap it up, did you want to, you, know, you get the final word and if there's any way you would want to let people know how they can connect with you, um, you can do that as well. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been a pleasure, Brett. Um, very grateful for you to come on and share your story. It's been fantastic. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Nicola. And people can connect with me. Uh, the best way is on Instagram at thankful.carnivore. Uh, you got questions, you can DM me. I answer every question put to me, good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, I'm there to help. I, you can also find me. I'm, a, I'm one of the coaches at meetrx.com, Dr. Baker's platform. And uh, you can find me there every day at, at 12 noon Eastern. Dr. Baker does a meeting. Uh, the first month to join MeetRx is always free. So you can come check it out and see if you want to become part of the community there. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And you can also find me on YouTube at Thankful Carnival. So check me out. I have a YouTube channel that uh, I, I do little 10 minute talks there. And, and my wife and I do a thing called Ask Danielle every week where people ask her questions about her experience. And uh, we're just trying to let the world know meat heals and you deserve to be as happy and healthy as I am. <laughs>